Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something genderqueer person shares their observations, life stories, and the adventures of their journey through transition and beyond. And now, here's your host, the creator of it all, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you? It's so great to see you. It's so great to have you here. Thank you for being here. You know I love you. Now we're going to listen to that band play it out. Ah, yeah. They're fantastic. They are. They are. They're great. I love them. They're so... They get my toes tapping. It's wonderful. This week is Winnie the Pooh and Piglet 2 and the 100 Acre Wood Orchestra. Hey, I'm a, I'm a parent, you know. Sometimes that just creeps into your daily life, and you can't really help it. <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's nice to have you. New listeners, welcome aboard this crazy stream of consciousness uh, ride I call a podcast, a one-sided, my-sided podcast. <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to talk about public perception, or at least, you know, my experience of public perception during this journey of mine. Another famous woman's going to share the best advice they've either given or received. This week we're on number 17, creeping right along. There's only 25 of them. And yes, we're going to have a secondary topic, of course. That's what I do on the show. And this week we absolutely have some wonderful listener feedback. But before we get to any of that stuff, let's talk a little bit about last week. I called it Genitals Don't Make Gender. And I hope you had a chance to listen to that. Uh, (laughs) It's... I, I... I really hope that everyone knew what I meant by the examples I gave in regard in regarding to gendered items that I spoke about. I'm pretty sure, but in the listening back of it, I was like, yeah, I'm not sure if they really got that. Let me make sure, and I'll say it now. Uh, I also neglected to mention uh, about cards, because I talked about uh, cards, um, playing cards. And I realized that bridge is played with many, many decks, so the player, you know, has to hold multiple cards, you know, a lot of cards in their hand, so smaller cards make it easier, regardless of who's playing. Poker, on the other hand, is a smaller hand usually, you know, five-card draw, seven-card draw, which is an old, old game. Mostly now you only hold a couple cards. So since you only hold such a few amount of cards, you're, you're able to hold bigger cards, so... It kind of makes sense when I was listening back to it. So if you were screaming at me in your headphones, no, what about this? What about that? Here, I just, you know, fixed it all up. You can find all past episodes at Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. That's where I house everything over there. We got links to Amazon. We've got a PayPal donate button. We've got an iTunes link, a Stitcher link. You can find the RSS there. Uh, Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. Uh, you can send me an email. Changes in Latitudes podcast at gmail.com and follow the show on Twitter. It's a brand new Twitter. I just started it a couple weeks ago at CIL podcast, Changes in Latitudes podcast. Now, if you're following me from long ago, you're going to notice the change automatically. You'll be like, oh, they changed it. Hey, you know, because I tweet. <laughs> Not much, but when I do. 
if you're out there and this is your first show and you're trying to find me on Twitter and you've heard a bunch of back episodes, well, now you know. It's C-I-L Podcast. I know I should have made it that way long ago, but yeah, it finally got up to me. <laughs> so there it is right there for you folks. Also, while you're out there on the web, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Changes in Latitudes Podcast. This episode is brought to us by longtime friend of the show, patron of the show, fan of the show, and guest of the show, Addison S. I've spoken so many times about Addison. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. Going to get her back on as a as a you know check in you know for the last year. So she, her her episode is going to be coming up later. Her previous episodes forty and forty one can go back in the archives and find that there. You can listen and find out what uh, she had to say at that point in her life. So this episode is brought to you by Addison. Addison, thank you so much for all that you do. Just for all that you do, not just for the show, but for all that you do. Thank you. All right, enough of the housekeeping. Let's get into the main topic. Main topic, main topic, public perception. And this, this, uh, this topic came up kind of, I don't know, out, out of the blue. I was just out and I, in the world. <laughs> and I realized, hmm, I wonder what people are thinking of me as I walk down the street, as I do my business, you know, uh, going to the store, a number of things that we do out in the world. And the reason I thought of this is because when I'm out, and regardless of how I'm dressed or looking, and recently, if you've been listening to you know the last few episodes, you'll know uh, why I was taking more of a male look at, look to myself. And so, you know, I'm trying I'm trying to bring that blend back now, and it's really cool. And sometimes, regardless of how I look, I get surd. And sometimes, regardless of how I look, I look I get mammed. I, I, it really depends if I have my hair down. I've noticed. Really depends if uh, because of the glasses I wear. They're purple glasses, so you know, and they're feminine glasses. They're, I mean, they they fit me just fine, <laughs> but they're you know geared towards women, and that's cool. So I can see why the initial address would be "ma'am," and then you know stumble over your your toes, your tongue, whatever it is, and as you know, oh, oh, that's that's a guy, okay, sir. You know, or whatever it is. And then when I'm dressed feminine, you know, now dressed up, you got makeup on. I mean, full makeup on, not just, you know, a little bit here and there, like mascara or something. Then usually it's pretty much ma'am. There have been occasions when it wasn't, but usually it's been ma'am. So I find it very strange that no matter what I'm going for, I, I get almost the opposite at different times, especially what I was expecting. You know, if I'm expecting to get served and I get ma'am, that's kind of odd. And then if I'm getting... You know, if I'm expecting to get mammed and get surd or uh, some some other something, you know, because there's so many other things out there, uh, it it just throws me for a curve, and it, it, I'm trying to figure out which one throws me more for a curve, and I think it's the being a guy getting mammed, which is kind of strange, and it may just be you know how I am right now because I don't really care. It's just like, huh, that's interesting that 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 made me stop and think for a moment or whatever it is because usually if i'm you know looking very feminine i don't get surd not really i mean i i have a couple times by just those rude people that are out there in the world and they're they're doing it to everybody so you know they're there you deal with them and it just kind of rolls off it's like okay yeah fine whatever (laughs) if that's what you think and so uh 
And then there are times that I'm blending both, you know, maybe more feminine clothes, but no bra, no forms, and maybe a smidge of makeup like mascara, just something to pop the uh, eyelashes. And I don't mean big, bold mascara. I mean, just a slight little bit, usually a brown, not black where it stands out. I get that odd look like, I'm not sure how to address you. And that is the best feeling because it's like, all right, good. Keep on your toes. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. Because I like that, I'm not sure, feeling in others. It's, it's weird. It's weird of me, but it's not in a negative sense. It's like, huh, I'm, I can't tell if, if I can't tell. And that's cool by me. But there have been times when that look over is, okay, is that a guy or is that a girl, really has gotten to me. Um, I don't know if I've shared this story on the podcast before, but there was one time, it was one of my very first times out, and I was out with two female friends. And we were in the, uh, you know, the neighborhood part of town, and, and it was a safe area, so, so it's not like I was too worried but I was still worried because this is way back when, you know, trans wasn't even really a word then. It was. It was around, but it wasn't really around. It wasn't thrown around like it is now. And so uh, I remember being called out on it uh, by somebody walking by, driving by, driving by. Yeah. And I was just so ashamed and so hurt. And it was it was because of whatever their public perception was. And... I mean, I know that, that a lot of people say everything comes from within, so you get your confidence coming from within, and you're out there, and you're presenting however you are presenting, that uh, nobody's going to fuck with you as long as that confidence comes from within, regardless of who you are or what you are. And it's funny that, that somebody misgendering you can totally crumble that. And I know a lot of, I, I've read so many stories out there uh, that, that that's very common and so there's a, there's a reason to, to, you know, make sure you get the person's pronouns right. And I will say you, you build up a thicker skin through time that, that I can definitely notice. Because if I get called out, it's like, all right, fine. If that's what you really think, by looking at this, you think I'm a dude. All right, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. And, and let them keep wondering, you know. And, and there was a time that that crumbled me. And it was, it's just, I don't, I don't know if it's just life, you know, that because the, the difference in time between now and then was, oh gosh, probably 20 years. So, you know, I've grown 20 years, culture has grown 20 years, society has you know, so many changes. So, so that's part of it, yes. But it's also, you know, now if it happens, it's, it's, I kind of just rolls off my back. It's one of those things that, that I don't know if it's because of my own, you know, personal history or the Times personal history or just life experience in general, you know, so many different things. And 2015 was a big year for, for trans, transgender people in general. I mean, all over the place, big leaps and bounds forward. Uh, and, and I think that's another ch- reason why it's not as big of a deal anymore. And, and more people are realizing that, no, you don't call somebody tranny as they're driving down, they're walking down the street. You know, you just don't do that. That's like calling out you know, whore, hooker, slut. You know, I mean, it's just another slur in that sense. And it, no matter what it is, it's just not cool. And more and more people are realizing that. At least that's what I'm experiencing. But 2015 was a big year for, for trans people. It was huge. I mean, there was more, more coming out stories 
all across all social mediums. People on Twitter are, you know, blogging their thing, Instagram, uh, podcasts, blogs, video logs, Facebook pages. I mean, everybody's doing their own little thing in their own little way. And so many more have come on board in 2015. I mean, I haven't had a chance to like check everything out, but you, you just do a search for transgender on Google. A simple, simple transgender search. And the list results is huge compared to five years ago or even three years ago. So big, big change, big leaps forward. Um, I mean, one of the biggest things, I mean, it's the elephant in the room, if I don't say it, is Caitlyn Jenner. And everybody's got mixed feelings about her. Uh, And, you know, hey, time will tell. But she made such a leap forward in coming out and publicly and making it public that the world is now very much aware of trans people. So if for nothing else, she accomplished that goal. Uh, and then there's so many other movies and TVs that have come out. I mean, I could, I, <laughs> so many out there that I can't even list it, and I didn't want to put a list together. But there's so many out there, uh, which makes me wonder if they were to make the the TV series Friends now, would somebody's storyline be to transition? Would one of the friends recently came out transitioned? You know. I mean, they they kind of hinted at it with Chandler's father, which was, no, okay, fine. They were still making a joke of it, but they did it pretty tasteful. Um, at least I thought so. I mean, everybody's got a different opinion. Uh, you gotta, I mean, for the time and period that it was, it was good. It was well executed. But it makes me wonder what would happen now if they made a TV show Friends. Would one of the characters date someone? Would a lead character be... You know, how would they bring the transgender population into a a huge show like that? That's what I want to know. And maybe they need to. Maybe they need to make a friends nowadays. Another big thing is bathroom laws. Bathroom laws are all over the place, uh, ups and downs. You know, yes, you can. No, you can't, depending on where you're at. Uh, In California, how how you identify is the bathroom that you could go into. So if you're identifying as a woman and you look like a woman, as womanly as you possibly can, you may be in the woman's room. Same is true for a guy. If you're masculine and you're presenting masculine and you know, boom, there you go, go to the men's room. At least that's how it is here. Uh, a lot of equality laws have started to surface regarding trans people. Lots of them. I mean, just search Facebook. That's where I see a lot of those articles pop up. And uh, just... I mean, the fact that marriage equality in, happened in 2015 is, is r- remarkable as well. The U.S. military is starting to address that, uh, the transgender issue. I'll say issue because it is the military, because <laughs> that's how they do things. But they're starting to address it. They're starting to figure out ways to be proactive, which is a very smart move. This kind of falls back into the, the whole blogs, vlogs, things, people putting them, their stories out. Uh, I've gotten a lot of uh, uh, feedback, email feedback, uh, just essentially in the shortest form, thanking me for what I do. And you're welcome. You're very, very welcome. Everyone that listens. Thank, and I thank you for listening. It's a, it's a synergistic thing, like I've said many a time. But the, the common thing that I notice is a lot of them are, are basically right in the same bracket as I am, you know. So, some have 
a, a family, but it's a different form of family. Some people have, you know, a, a young child and an older child. Some people are, you know, second marriages. But there's always that common through line that there's family and children involved. And that's nice to know that, that I'm not alone, but it's also nice to know that you're not alone as, as well. So I'm, I'm glad that that's the audience that has seemed to have found me. Um, another thing that was awesome in, uh, well, it did happen in 2016, but it, uh, one of the, 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 the public perceptions of me that I can really comment on was recently in the last three weeks since uh, this show drops, uh, I had the opportunity because of where life is at this moment in time to go out as a woman and, and hang out with, uh, s- uh, some friends and it was nice. It was, it hadn't happened in, I don't know, three months, four months, maybe. And it was, it was very nice to, to just be back out and stretching those wings. You might say it was nice, nice to be there. And I'm excited and I'm looking forward to, to something again soon. I, who knows when, <laughs> and that's because I, you know, I'm a parent. And there's not a lot of time for a lot of time. <laughs> but it was such a wonderful feeling being out, being accepted, being addressed as uh, ma'am, and just all, all those things. It was so, so lovely. And I had forgotten about what a wonderful time that was, that is. And, I mean, it's not that I don't enjoy going out, but it's so much more fun and and enjoyable when... I'm I'm a girl. I'm a woman. It's it's kind of strange, but it, it's that's what it really kind of narrows down to the boiling pot that I can I can say where it all kind of drips together. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but it was nice to be back out again. Now, in saying that, in the last time that I was out, I was it seemed a little bit more nervous of being called out. We'll say, uh, even though I was in the neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, it was, it, I, there was that sense of, am I going to be discovered? A little more than there was before. And I, I don't know, it could be because it had been so long. It could be because, uh, you know, the, the, with the time change, the sun is setting, you know, like five o'clock. So it's dark even at, you know, a reasonable hour. Uh, so that plays into it, I'm sure. Uh, so, I mean, so many different little factors, but I noticed that. And so I'm going to check in with myself the next time that I get a chance to go out and see if it's, you know, see where that range is, if it's any different or, or you know, more or less. And that's one of the big differences between, uh, you know, 20 years ago and now. 20 years ago, I remember that nervousness being there. And I think it, I think it is society and culture that has changed to allow that to be a little more accepted you know if there is a woman that's looking a little mannish or if there's a man that looks a little woman womanish yeah womanish <laughs> that that it's more accepted that there are you know different shapes and sizes to so many different people and it, it's strange that it wasn't that common only 20 25 years ago now it's more well accepted in your face it's there i like that and in the sense of public perception, I was wearing jeans and uh, what did I have? I had a, a long sleeve shirt underneath a t-shirt. And the t-shirt was, I think, Star Wars or can't remember right now. Oh, it was, uh, the, it was a purple shirt with the Evil Queen from uh, Snow White. And I had, you know, street makeup on. Not, not a lot, not a little, just, just a smidge. Medium tone, lip color, nothing bright. Just... Very every day. 
and it was great. I had, I'm in tennis shoes and had a great evening, had a great time. And I had thought about wearing a dress versus jeans, but it was cold that particular evening, and I just didn't want to deal with, with that. I didn't want to deal with having my legs be cold if, if the wind kicked up, you know, because, I mean, leggings are great, but they can only do so much. When the wind kicks up and takes that warm air out from underneath your skirt, it's cold for a little bit till your legs warm up again. Yeah, I don't want, didn't want to deal with that, so I wore jeans. So I'd like to hear feedback from you about your public perception. You know, when you feel people looking at you, are they checking you out because they're wondering if you're a guy or girl, if you're trans, or whatever the case may be? Do, do they make it uncomfortable? Do they uh, do it nonchalantly so, so you don't notice, but you kind of notice because you're picking up on that stuff all the time? Let me know what your feedback is. I, I'm really curious. Let me know. Changes in Latitudes podcast at gmail.com. Now a word from our sponsor. When you need a professional who specializes in writing, photography, or web design, contact Tom Slayton. At Tom's website, TomSlayton.com, you'll find brilliant WordPress themes, discounts and links for fantastic online services, and sage wisdom from the master himself, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com even features a wonderful eclectic collection of photographs seldom seen elsewhere. Visit TomSlayton.com. That's T-O-M-S-L-A-T-I-N.com. Ah, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com. Folks, I've talked to you about him, well, every episode, basically. His, his website's a great rest stop when you're on the internet highway, is basically what I'm saying. It's, it's, a, it's a website that you're going to find so many different things at that you really won't know what to do with yourself. This week, I'm at TomSlayton.com's forward slash American Tune book. It is a picture of an old-time piano, and it's, it, it, I don't know if it's the coloration or if it's a filter that Tom put on it, but it has just got that old school style of of, of an old, old picture. So I think it's a filter. But the detail on this piano is amazing. I would love to have seen this piano in person because there's uh, artwork, in, you know, interlaid things above the keys. It's just awesome. And then there's old-time sheet music at the top, American Tune Book, a complete collection, tunes which are wildly popular in America. So, you know, this is an old, old piano. Uh, well, definitely an old book on a piano. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So if you get a chance, stop by and check it out. It's really quite something. And that's TomSlayton.com slash American Tune Book. Five famous women share their best advice they've either given or received. This week we're on number 17. 17. Eight left. We've got eight left. This week it's Ava DuVernay. Now, I'll admit, I had no idea who she was. So, you know, I IMDb'd her and I Googled her and came up as an American director, screenwriter, filmmaker, and film distributor. Uh... Her big film is uh, Selma that just came out in 2014, so I don't really know anything about her, but filmmaker for this uh, for this week. It's a filmmaker giving us a you know best advice advice they've either given or received. And so she has to say, and her quote is, Oprah told me that everything that happens to you is not happening to you, it's happening for you. 
And that's just a great way to put a positive spin on things. Uh, I love it. It's, you know, it's the glass is half full sort of thought process, uh, turning a negative into a positive. And the, the best thing to, to say that at, if you're going to say it out loud, is probably a mirror, you know, just to tell it to yourself. You know, everything that happens to you isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And it's, it's, a, it's a reinforcement when you say it into the mirror. It's one of those sorts of things. And Oprah's full of those, by the way, because, <laughs> you know, that's just basic what her show is all about. So since we only have eight left, if you've got lists or suggestions or something to take the place of this particular spot in each episode, send it my way, changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com. secondary topic yes secondary topic here we are i am looking for a different title for this section i'm i i don't really have any names that i'm throwing around so if you got something to call this secondary topic area send it my way changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com but this secondary topic is uh, kind of a twofold the first fold <laughs> is uh the hashtag Transgender queer fluid. I, I spoke briefly, briefly about it back in episode 52, and I, I used it uh, fairly frequently, not all the time, in uh, future episodes and on certain tweets that I put out, and I didn't really notice any, any difference, any change. It's not, I think nobody's using it, which is totally cool. Then I switched to just transgender queer, and I, uh, I see a few other people using it, but not very many. So... I don't know, maybe I'm ahead of my time, maybe I'm too far ahead of my time, I don't know, it's something that I tried that didn't catch on, and it's been, I don't know, a good 20 weeks since this is episode 72, and uh, and the reason I wanted to bring it up is because transgender, as I've mentioned many times before, it's an umbrella term, blanket term that covers, and there's a lot of loose definitions. My personal favorite is anyone who bends or blends the gender binary, and underneath that transgender umbrella, there's so many other things, gender queer, gender fluid, agender, uh, cross-dresser, drag queen, I mean, there's so many underneath that umbrella. Uh, that I was just trying to think of a different word besides transgender because yes, it is a little old and it and it's in the in, in a lot of people's minds they immediately associate it with what is officially formally you know a transsexual someone who is planning to and has gone through or has gone through all changes possible nothing held back okay. And, and that, you know, that being a transsexual, I, a lot of people get it confused with transgender. So I tried to figure out a different word just for something new. But, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe I'm ahead of my time or too far ahead of my time. I'm not sure. I am not sure. Uh, but ultimately, it's really trying to be about equality. We're all equal in our, in our lives, in our journeys. And, you know, a label is a label. And the reason I tried to twist things up is just to get people thinking. It's one of my big things is just start thinking about things and find that balance. (laughs) Find that balance. All right. Now, the second part of secondary topic is uh, carrying on from last episode, another rendition of the song Tenderly. 
and I read about it last episode, is an old standard from the 50s. So many people have recorded it. And this week's version is by none other than Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to do for you an old favorite. We like to think of our group as being able to play more than hard rock. So here's an old favorite for some of you moms and pops. It's called, and we'll play tenderly. The evening breeze caress the trees tenderly. Yeah. The trembling trees embrace the breeze tenderly. Then you and I. you enjoyed the second rendition of Tenderly that I've played on the show, uh, you can tell just by the two different variations from last week to this week that it is a very malleable song and can be sung in so many different uh, tempos and phrasing. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. So I'll have another one next week. Here we are, listener feedback. The time when I can give it back to you since you've been giving it to me, well, for the last week. Uh, the first listener feedback is a, a long-time listener, first-time writer, is uh, Becca B. And I just want to say thank you so much for your email. It was so wonderful to hear how much the show has had an impact on you. It really means so much to me. And I'm so so very happy that I can that I do that that I can do that for you uh, and I, I'm proud of you to have been able to make that next step as you wrote in your uh, email there and uh, Becca also said she really really enjoyed the music I used in the last couple episodes the swan and then my little tribute to David Bowie and I'm so glad that you liked that uh, tribute to David Bowie it was it, it his his passing snuck up on me, and I said, you know, the timing works out. I can do this in, on this particular episode, and so there it was. Also, Becca gave a suggestion for what to take over the place of the twenty five 
well, right now it's the 25 famous women uh, sharing their best and worst advice. Before that was the trans 30 day challenge. So, you know, I'm just looking for something else to take its place as we wind down to number 25. And so she sent it in and it was a, a re- it was referencing, you know, some of the best or worst movies and TVs and things and give my opinion on it, uh, specifically facing tra- trans people or starring trans people or about trans people or whatever the case may be. And as I wrote to her, I just, my viewing time in general is so limited. Most of the time it's news just because the news is on in the morning and the evening. You know, that's what you do to make sure you're on top of world's events. Whether you listen to it or not, it's on. And uh, other times it's a lot of uh, stuff for my child, whether it's be mostly uh, KPBS or some music or uh, specific videos on YouTube geared towards children, you know, shapes and colors, sounds, letters, things like that. Lots of lots of fun and educational things. And then at other times it's Netflix, usually with old school Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers Neighborhood uh, playing on there. So, you know, sharing that. Uh, so to sit down and actually watch something that he technically can't or shouldn't uh, is very limited. And I'm lucky if I get 30 minutes a day. And that's, you know, spreading it out. And that 30 minutes is usually, <laughs> usually as I'm starting to go to sleep. I have watched the same the start of the same episode. I don't know how many times, regardless of what it is. I start an episode... I don't know how many times, and then if I do get through the episode, I I usually forget that I get through it, so then I start watching the same episode from like halfway on, and then three quarters on, and then scroll to the near the end and see if it looks familiar, so yeah, that's my viewing habit, so it takes me usually a week, you know, five, six days to get through a, uh, you know, your average 60-minute TV show on Netflix, which works out to be... 40-something minutes, 46 minutes, something like that. So my viewing time is so, so limited that I it's, it's hard to figure out what I'm going to watch, much less plan on it and be able to, to keep up on it. Now, don't get me wrong. If I come across something that I think is great and I want to share about it, I'm, I'm going to. That's going to be a secondary topic, hands down. In fact, I think I've done that a couple times. But to review movies and TV shows, uh, trans-related, I just don't have enough time. I just don't have enough time. And on top of that, I, I'm, I'm slightly picky on what I watch. I mean, I'm interested in trans things, of course. I want to see the steps going forward that, is, that are being made. But, for example, like Sense8. I heard so many wonderful things about Sense8. And, I don't know, about a month or so, maybe two months after it came out, I finally was able to sit down and start to watch an episode. And uh, as I just said, you know, I kind of fall asleep during the episodes. And I'm sure that happened because I did watch the first one a couple times to get through it. And then I got to the second one. I was having a bout with insomnia, so I got through them. And I found myself around, I think it was around episode two or three, maybe three. I'm leaning towards three. That I realized I didn't care about the characters. I didn't, I didn't care what was happening to them, what was happening for them, what their goals were, what their quests were. And I wasn't at the point of being intrigued to learn more about the characters because they weren't interesting to me. So I, I just, you know, chalked it up to like, all right, this sort of storytelling is not for me. And that's cool because there's people out there that it is made for. 
And maybe I'll try it again in a few years. I don't know. But at the time, I just I couldn't get invested, even though I have heard many wonderful things about it. It's just not for me. So, you know, I don't want to start something and then have to get through it just to say whatever it is I want to say about it, review it, suggest it, don't suggest it, feedback and stuff like that. So, unfortunately, reviewing weekly reviewings of movies and TV shows or things like that is a little out of my realm at this point in time. Down the future, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> we don't. Nobody knows. And so, uh, so thank you so much for the suggestion, Becca. Uh, unfortunately, it just doesn't work into the production schedule or my schedule or on certain occasions my taste. So, But I do appreciate, I so do appreciate your feedback and for writing and for listening to the show. And I'm so proud of you for being able to take those next couple steps forward that you did. And thank you so very much for sharing it with me. I appreciate that. And um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. All right, this next listen to feedback comes from a Twitter follower. Uh, since, it, since it is what it is on Twitter and it's public on Twitter, I'm just going to give it. The handle is Hey Writer Girl, and it's uh, Hey Writer as in being a writer, and girl is G R R L. And uh, her, the name attached to the account is Christine Newman. And if you look at her profile, she's, she's a advocate. She's a, I believe, an author. I don't have her profile up in front of me right now. But uh, she and I have been bantering back and forth on Twitter for, for, for a while now. For a while now. And so she sent a tweet. We were tweeting back and forth at one another. And I said, you know, uh, thanks for listening to the show. And her response was, subscribe through iTunes. Never missed your podcast. Amazing work. Great topics. Personal insights. Simply outstanding. Well, Christine, thank you so very much for those wonderful words and for listening and for subscribing and sharing it out there in the Twitter world. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for being there. Thanks so much for listening and interacting with me out there on Twitter. I really appreciate it. And I'm so, so happy that you're enjoying the show. Now, this last listener feedback comes from a uh, longtime friend of the show and guest of the show way back in episode 29 and 30, Caitlin G. Uh, this goes out to her. She, she and I were um, messaging out there on the Facebook land, and she said to me, listening to the suicide episode, which is episode 69 for those uh, playing along at home, she continues, in my life, the beginning of the process, you you." You justify the suicide with that thought of friends being better off. But it is the pain, depression, and anxiety at the, levels for the, at the levels for the length of time, and this is the key. No hope. Once the person loses all hope, that is when the person commits suicide. I still struggle with this issue, but the difference is my hope. Plus the fact of knowing when I'm on the dark path and knowing what comes next. I'm able to get through it. I need help from my therapist, friends, or even a genderqueer podcaster. This episode is one of my favorites. We talked about it during my interview. I'm glad you did this episode. Well, Caitlin G., thank you so, so very much for, well, being on the show. I've thanked you before for that, but I'll thank you again. Thank you so very much for listening and being there and uh, interacting and supporting the show. Thank you so very, very much. 
it it is so nice to have people like you, friends like you out there uh, supporting and, and loving the show. It's it's so wonderful to hear that feedback, and I'm glad that you enjoyed episode 69. It was, it was a tough one to get through because I wanted to figure out exactly what to say about things, but we got through it. We did it. And I'm so glad that it's getting the feedback that it's getting. It's, it's, it's wonderful to know. So thank you so very much. There's the closing music. We made it. We got to the end. We're here. We are here. We did it. Oh, wow. All right. Well, next episode is Valentine's Day. I'm going to give you my thoughts about Valentine's Day and maybe share some experiences through the years. So that's next week on Changes in Latitudes. I want to thank the sponsor, Tom Slayton. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you for sponsoring the show. It's so wonderful to have you there. The email one last time, changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening through to the end. I really do appreciate it. I'm always looking for guests. I'm always looking for topics. Send them my way. Send them my way. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Stay crazy, everyone. Take care of yourselves and take care of somebody else. I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you. So let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, First, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2016 by me, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Thank you, good night, and never forget...